this is Rachel McElroy. Hello, this is Griffin McElroy. And this is wonderful. We're in the studio making some magic. Definitely focused, I would say. How are you feeling? <laughs> are you feeling focused? Not at all. I feel laser focused. Oh. Like my attention is shining like a light through a prism. And it is focused entirely on the show. So much so I think I might burn it up with heat for my laser-like focus on the show. Definitely not thinking about other stuff. <clears throat> what, a, what other stuff? What else could there possibly be? There's only us. There's only this. Forget regret or ow. Fuck. <laughs> what is that from? Rent, the musical Rent. Mm, okay. I see, I, I'm at a point now where I almost always want to guess Rent, but then I feel like maybe that's ignorant, so I, I should actually it's, ask. It's probably the musical that I know the most shit about, just because I it came out when I was right at the right, mm. I, was, I was fertile grounds for the seed One of Rent. I might say that a lot of people feel that. I really hit my finger really hard, babe. I feel like you don't care. I feel like you don't give a shit. Well, it's just, it's an audio medium. You know, you really didn't, you didn't have to gesture so wildly. There's a lot of things I don't have to do to make art. And that's the end of that <laughs> sentence. And I thought, this is wonderful. It's a show where we talk about things we like, things that we're good, things that we're into. It is a fucking nightmare over here, man. <laughs> it sucks 10 shits here. Um, Texas, as you may have heard, is a hellscape. A fucking nightmare. Uh, in a different way, not in the freezing, pipes bursting kind of way. Yeah, or the, the like, thermonuclear hot eight months out of the year kind of way. But in in the way that the air is charged with poison particles. Right. Yes, that. And uh, we also, I mean, we are a menagerie of, illness. of, of illnesses in this household. Um, Griffin which, and I, just to like... Just to start it off, I'll say that Griffin and I were both sick and thought we had food poisoning. And we thought, oh, that was unpleasant. And then two days later, Henry was sick. Some and, of the sickest I've ever seen Henry, yeah. Yeah, and, and Henry does not eat the same food we eat. No. Henry then, eats consistently the same four things on rotation. And then we thought Gus had it, but then it, maybe it's just RSV. And it is RSV. And it is RSV. <laughs> it just, it's, it's, it, it is. I don't know when this episode's going up. It's possible it's going up sometime this week. I think it may go up next week. We're yeah. definitely going to have to miss one, but yeah. Um, yeah, I apologize that things are so wild, but I only kind of apologize because we are recording this show now. What, is a, kind of, what is a kind of apology sound like? I think most, you know how um, Mario Batali, when he sort of put out an apology when like everybody <laughs> accused him of fostering an atmosphere where yeah. sexual harassment kind of ran wild. And he uh -huh. was like, yeah, sorry, I guess. Anyway, here's a kick-ass recipe for cinnamon rolls. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not sure I want to liken myself to Mario yeah, Batali in any, any way imaginable. Yeah. Hey, you have a small wonder? I can start. Yeah, please. That that sweat potion we call Gatorade. I don't know if we've ever done a big big segment on it. It seems like the kind of thing that we will have done one on it. Yeah. But uh Gator specifically the drink, not the humorous Oh shit, that's what it, we've talked we about have is talked the about video that. of the people the talking video, about the first yeah. time they taste Gatorade. No, man, <laughs> I mean a lot of Gatorade was consumed in this household. Yeah. I mean it it has value, but every time I drink it I'm like, "Oh, I'm still thirsty." <laughs> Oh, that's interesting. Because of the, the saltiness, you know? I guess so. Like, oh, I wish I had more to drink. 
I it wonder. This. I wonder how Picari sweat goes down if you're if you have a tummy illness. I bet that would be good as hell. Damn, I want a Picari sweat. Can we get some of them? You remember yeah. that? Yeah, no, I do. Yeah, it was like it's it's. I remember it tasting like lemon vitamin water. No, you're thinking of CC lemon. Picari sweat is like I don't know a neutral Gatorade. Well, one would argue that lemon vitamin water doesn't really taste like lemon. That's fair. God, I like me a vitamin water too. Mm-hmm. That was certainly enough time. <laughs> certainly. Certainly it was. You know what? I'm going to say, oh, gosh. You know what's sad is that I think I've said this before. Hmm. Dates. <laughs> Going on a date or no. the sweets? No, the the sweet, chewy, wow. fruit-adjacent You don't food. eat a lot of dates. You'd say that, but. Oh, it's in, in right. my, my Lara bars yep. that I have. Mm-hmm. And every time I say that, I sound so Midwestern. Well, it's in pot Lara bar. My Lara bars. Uh, they like they don't have dairy in them, but they're like primarily made out of date. And they have this peanut butter chocolate one. Yeah, and it's like dates and um. Yeah, um, you go first this week, and Ooh. I would love to hear what you got uh, on on deck. Superstar singer songwriter Stevie Wonder. Okay, I love <laughs> i i enjoy I enjoy his work. I I have a really bad Stevie Wonder karaoke experience. Oh, yeah? That is like wake up in with like a flash sweat in the middle of the Did night. Did you choose a Stevie Wonder song? I was in. I was going through my Stevie Wonder phase, as everybody in college does, <laughs> and uh, was really into the song uh, for once in my life. And I was like, yeah. oh, I'm going to do that at karaoke. No, no. <laughs> he covers like four octaves in that song. <laughs> yeah, it's true. It does get very high. Yeah, so I it's the only time I've ever bailed out of a karaoke song. Like got out, like <laughs> by the third key change I was like for once in my life. I was like I'm done. I'm out. I'm out. I'm out. Sorry. Sorry everybody. Hey everybody, sorry. This is a, uh, this is a stupid idea. I'm sorry. I won't do this again. Let me go through. So that was one of his earlier songs actually. It uh, rips. That's probably my favorite jam of his. That's a 1969 song. Wow, uh, really? That yeah. old? 1971 signed sealed delivered I'm yours. Oh, you can't fucking beat that. 1974, Superstition. Oh, yeah. And You Are the Sunshine of My Life, which is a... Man, Stevie Wonder has written a lot of very good songs, huh? Uh-huh. Um, he he also wrote Tell Me Something Good, 1975. Tell me something good. Fuck mm-hmm. yeah. Mm-hmm. Hey, babe, this is a great segment. Did Ebony and Ivory in 1983. That's the Paul McCartney. Of course. Mm-hmm. Uh, I Just Called to Say I Love You, 1985. Uh-huh. Uh, part-time lover, 1986. Uh-huh. Uh, I can't wait for you to get to that Mulan soundtrack. Because <laughs> it's coming. I know. I'm on, I'm on Tinder hooks. Oh, well, this is just him. This is, this is just, I'm looking at oh, his, I his see. awards he has received. I suppose that was a, a collab with 98 Degrees, I believe. The, be true to your heart. When that, then oh. he co- I don't know. I might be out of my fucking gourd right now. Yeah, I don't know. I'm okay. just I'm looking at a list of awards he has won for particular songs. Yeah, I don't think he won one for "Be True to Your Heart," the collab yeah. <laughs> with Ninety Eight Degrees for the Mulan soundtrack. Uh, my favorite Stevie Wonder song, Sir Duke. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. That, that, ba, 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 we could also just play ba, it. Ba, ba, ba. Oh okay. <laughs> yeah, let's play a little bit of Sir Duke. <laughs> Music is a world within itself with a language. Be- 
Uh, that song is from the 1976 album Song in the Keys of Life, or Song yeah. in the Key of Life, rather. And that is, I believe, the album we have downstairs yes. up on our wall. I think that uh, might be the only Stevie Wonder album we have. It was True to Your Heart with 98 Degrees and Stevie Wonder. Okay. I, didn't, oh, okay. I did not imagine that in some sort of weird Mulan-infused fever dream. <laughs> um, yeah, the that song, man, that song just jams. It's jammy. It's so good. It's so funky and jazzy. It's actually a tribute to Duke Ellington, which I didn't realize. No. Oh. Uh, it was right after he had passed. and, and It's uh, a very celebratory mm-hmm. like song for somebody who mm-hmm. recently passed away. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, okay, so Stevie Wonder. Do you know anything about him? Not really. Besides like the sunglasses? Mm-mm. Yeah. Uh, so he lost his sight as a newborn. Oh. He was born six weeks early. And there is a suggestion that he may have received too much oxygen in the incubator, which worsened a condition he had uh, called retinopathy of prematurity, which is just, you know, when your your eyes eyes hadn't developed yet. Exactly. Uh, He was born Steveland Judkins. Fuck yes. (laughs) Why did he change it? Steveland Judkins? Yes. That sounds like a name you would make up. It sounds like a, yeah. It's so good, though. This Yahoo answer was set in from. (laughs) Steveland Judkins. Um, So he, the reason I think Stevie Wonder kind of took root was that he was like a, he's like a child prodigy. Of course. Uh, Which I didn't realize. Like, I didn't realize that he had like a record deal by age 11. Whoa, me neither. Yeah. So he could play the piano, harmonica, and drums before the age of 10. Cool. He grew up in Detroit, which, as you all know, was like a big, big hotspot for like Motown music yeah, in of that course. time period. So yeah, he got signed uh, before he was 11 and has been producing music ever since. Wow. Um, he has like been through a series of very dangerous circumstances. It's kind of amazing that he is uh, has been as successful and healthy as he has been because he was in a, like a terrible car crash in 1973 that left him in a coma for four days. Whoa! Um, and then just recently in 2019, he had a kidney transplant. Okay, dude is still still out there jamming. Still jamming. He he's kind of incredible. So I got to see him at Austin City Limits Music Festival with my friend Ashley. We I bet were that was fun. It was incredible. Like not only you play all the hits and you were like continually like when I was listing out the hits for you, like you're continually surprised, like, oh that one too? That's is him? he in his seventies? How old is he? Uh so he was born in nineteen uh fifty nineteen fifty. And so he's seventy one. Fuck off. Wow. Yeah. yeah he's, so he's, when did you see and when did you see him? Um, I mean, gosh, it would have been like at least six years ago. Oh, okay. All right. That's, yeah. that's still fucking awesome. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. He like, he climbed up on the piano and it was a very nervous moment for all of us in yeah. the audience. <laughs> He's an older gentleman. Yeah. And he climbed up there and then he just kind of like just grooved a little bit on top of the piano and it was like watching him, it was like terrifying and thrilling and wonderful that's good (laughs) uh he apparently also has flown a plane before all right (laughs) in 1973 he told rolling stone that he flew a plane from chicago to new york uh and that uh, during a trip to ghana he not only steered but landed a 10-seater plane by following instructions given by the pilot 
the pilot. I could, I, could, I could definitely see that, right? The pilot said the sensitivity of his hands was unbelievable. And clearly, he's a very dexterous man, you know. Sure, but like landing a operating a, a plane is very like by the book, follow the rules yeah. thing. I imagine maybe if it was stormy, choppy weather, that it would be. Yeah, uh, it's just like more. it's just such a like a strong demonstration of his just like his spirit and his like fearlessness of just like I can do whatever the hell I want. Yeah, you know, uh, it's kind of incredible. Um, he was also one of the first people to invest in devices that could read text out loud to blind people uh, oh. in 1976. Uh, he found out about the Kurzweil reading machine, and he was the first person to buy the machine and befriend the inventor. That's so awesome. He, yeah, he is like, he's been out there doing a lot of stuff. The song Happy Birthday, you know, the, like kind of the jazzy Happy Birthday song? Yeah. Uh, he actually wrote that uh, in honor of Martin Luther King. Uh, it was came out in 1981, and it was the celebration of uh, the designation of Martin Luther King as a national holiday. That's that's yeah, so cool. He's just like such a part of like our our history. He's, I know he's written songs for Smokey Robinson and Aretha Franklin. Uh, he's done. I would say maybe everything. Maybe everything there is to do. Keep it up, Stevie. This this segment feels less like, hey, everybody, we want to tell you about a cool thing because it's it's fucking Stevie Wonder. Y'all know. Yeah, yeah, but it know. does feel it feels like this segment is more for Stevie Wonder. Like we're like we're recording this sort of like how like uh YouTubers do like thank you videos for like specific fans who donate to them. This is just mm-hmm. this one's for you, Stevie Wonder. Keep mm-hmm. it up. You're doing amazing. Uh, yeah, so he, um, let's see, hold on just a second. Uh, so his harmonica playing can be heard on, uh, the 2009 Grammy nominated Never Gonna Give You Up featuring CJ Hilton and Raphael Sadiq. Okay. Uh, he appeared on singer Celine Dion's studio album in, uh, 2013. Uh, in 2020, he started a new record label. Uh, and he is just doing a lot of really incredible stuff, including still writing music. He has singles that came out just last year. That is so sick. Yeah. He's just, he's just rad. He's just rad and I like him. Yeah. And that's, I think that's the only thing we really need to talk about, uh, somebody or something on this show. If it's (laughs) rad and we like it, you made the cut. Hey, can I steal you away? Yes. Griffin? Yeah. You know what's a shame? What? Is that when you order uh, meals to be delivered to you, they can only be for dinner. That's true, because of the law. But wait, wait, what's this coming across our desk? The law is different now? (laughs) It's factor. These rebels are operating outside the boundaries of food law. (laughs) Factor has breakfast. They have midday bites. They have smoothies. Uh, There's lots of stuff you can get with Factor. What other things can you get with Factor? Well, I'm looking at this menu right now. They got a lot of tasty little options for you. I'm talking about artichoke and spinach chicken with roasted zucchini and tomato butter. Did you even know that butter could be tomato? (laughs) Not me. Shredded chicken and loaded mashed taters. With I changed the word. They say potatoes, but I said taters, precious. With mushroom <laughs> gravy, smoked cheddar, uh, bacon, and Parmesan broccoli. Uh, this this menu is out of sight, and my mouth is just watering looking at these glossy JPEGs of tasty food. 
So head to factormeals.com slash wonderful50 and use code wonderful50 to get 50% off. That's code wonderful50 at factormeals.com slash wonderful50 to get 50% off. It can be intimidating trying to roll with the console cowboys in cyberspace. Um, there's always the worry that maybe they know something that you don't vis-a-vis um, website design or website functionality, and you think that I could never be that. I could never be among their illustrious ranks. Griffin, if I wanted to build a website where I ranked my favorite episodes of Ghost Rider, would I be able to do that? Well, first of all, it would be the same list as everybody else's with the Julia <laughs> Styles episode at the top. But yes, you can do that with Squarespace. It's the all-in-one platform for building your brand and growing your business online. Every Squarespace website and online store comes with a suite of integrated features and useful guides that help maximize prominence among search results. Do you want to have special functionality, like maybe a members-only VIP club section of your website? You can do that. Do you want to sell stuff? Yeah, you can do that too. Do you want to have an online scheduler so that people you can, you can sell uh, your time, yeah, you can do that. Also, anything is possible. That's um, th- for the commercial, the Super Bowl commercial they had. That was my voice yelling, "Anything is possible!" In the wow, background. yeah, not a lot of people know that. Hey, head to squarespace.com/slash/wonderfulpod for a free trial, and when you're ready to launch, use offer code WONDERFULPOD to save ten percent off your first purchase of a website or domain. We have uh, a few Blumbo Bombs here, and I would love to read the first one because uh, it is for Cheryl, and it's from Charlie, who says, Cheryl, Cheryl, if you're hearing this, I finally got a spot on Wonderful, and I want to wish you a happy three-year anniversary. Marrying you is one of the best things I ever did in life. I hope we're swimming in Lake Caspian right now, drinking champagne in the evening, and toasting to the rest of our life together. I love you. Oh, that's nice. Champagne in the evening. Bubbling up as the sun goes down. Ooh. Did you like that? Just came out. <laughs> that just came out. This is what it's like to be married to Griffin Mountain. That's right, so y'all. exciting. That's so exciting. We're going to explore that after we finish this episode. Can I read the next one? Yeah. You're going to have to write a song for this one, too. <laughs> I guess so. This one is for Past Sajin. It is from Future Sajin. Hey, Future Me. I hope by the time this airs, you will have kicked that English class in the butt and gotten that sweet, sweet associate's degree. I'm proud that you worked with your anxiety and finished something difficult for you. Life is difficult, but I know the best is still ahead of you. I know you will become the best you in time. I don't think you're allowed to kick a class in the butt. Does that mean every individual person in the class and the professor got a swift (laughs) one to the hiner? You want to? You want me to write the song this time? Yeah, sure. Uh, uh, <laughs> hey, Sajin, kicking English butt while the sun goes down. That was good. That was good. It did sound like you were talking about hurting English, English people. people. <laughs> so we'll work. We'll workshop both yeah, those at no, the same I mean, time. You know, like you're you're the virtuoso and i yeah i just i'm humble at your feet you're the courtney cox arquette dancing on the stage uh no. in the uh the, the bruce springsteen, the bruce springsteen so you're video. you're bruce obviously <laughs> obviously hi i'm annabelle gerrich and i'm laura house and we're the hosts of tiny victories my tiny victory is that i sewed that button back on 
the day after it broke. We talk about that little thing that you did that's a big deal to you, but nobody else cares. Did you get that Guggenheim Genius Award? We don't want to hear from you. We want little bitty tiny victories. My tiny victory is a tattoo that I added onto this past weekend. Let's talk about it. My victory is that I'm one year cancer free, but my tiny victory is that I took all of the cushions off the couch, pounded them out, put them back, and it looks so great. So if you're like us and you want to celebrate the tiny achievements of ordinary people, listen to Tiny Victories. It's on every Monday on Maximum Fun. I want to talk about edible food containers, which is to say you can eat the container or the handle on it and not the a container that contains edible food. I'm talking about bread bowls. Okay. Okay. Yeah. I mean, I, I was wondering if you were going to extend this to like a burrito. Um, no. I, oh, burritos. I don't know. Burritos stretching a little bit. Because then you could say like the bread of a sandwich is the container mm. of it. No. I'm talking about bread bowls and the two things I'm focusing on. Bread bowls and ice cream cones of various stripes. But really oh. anything that you can just kind of hold on to and then after you eat the food it contains. The you whole thing's gone. Is cool. There is something very beautiful to me about a dining experience that's like take only pictures and <laughs> leave only footprints. You know what I mean? Yeah. Although, have you ever actually finished a whole bread bowl and that's soup? That's the thing is you feel no is the answer to that. Yeah. Is you get the bread bowl and you get the soup and you finish the soup and the bread bowl's there and you're like, this looks delicious, but I'm, I am full. There's a lot of bread in that bowl. There's quite a bit of bread in that bowl. Um, I've, I've gone to town on some, but I don't know that I've ever fully, fully yeah. finished a bread bowl. Whereas an ice cream cone, like I've never heard of anybody being like, well, I'm at the cone and I Time am Time to toss stuffed. it. Exactly. <laughs> um, a bread bowl is just like, it has to be, first of all, it has to be complementary to the soup or dip that it contains in order for me to be, like, genuinely stoked mm. about it. Like, a cheesy broccoli soup. Oh, of course. Like, I'll just, oh. I will obliterate yes. that. Yes. But I don't know. Like, uh, any other, most other kinds of soup, it's hard for me to get very excited about. There's something about the bread bowl saturating yeah. with the flavors. You wouldn't want just, like, a like a tomato soup in a bread bowl. No. Seems wrong. A spinach dip. Uh, or like an artichoke oh, dip, that's yeah. good as hell too. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm 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 loving that. Um, but for me, I just like when the bread gets wet, and then it's, it tastes good. <laughs> Let just, me check my notes. It says here I like it when the bread gets I'm wet, just like and you it when eat the it. Bread gets wet. Um, an ice cream cone too, like there, of which <laughs> there are three main varieties, right? You got your cake cone or wafer cone. Mm-hmm. Uh, you got your sugar cone, and the waffle, and then you got your waffle, the cone. waffle cone. Hands down. I think they're all great. I think they all serve different purposes. And I can speak pretty authoritatively on this as a former, uh, a person who worked in the ice cream arts. Yeah. Now, as a a yogurt artist, what all kind of cone options did you serve? All of them. The gamut. We had had cake cones. Like a waffle even? We had sugar cones. We had waffle cones. And we had dipped waffle cones where they were like dipped in chocolate usually and then rolled in um different toppings so they're like butterfinger crunchums and peanuts that's the thing waffle cone is what you need if you're dealing with a lot of toppings because you can't really fill a waffle cone with ice cream and and froyo alone right like it's a big it's a basket. They call yeah. it a waffle cone. It is essentially a basket that can contain lots of things. Mm-hmm. But a waffle cone is like a commitment. If like 
that eating the waffle cone after eating the ice cream and toppings inside of it is like a little it 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 is easy to feel bad after doing that because <laughs> of how much you've eaten. Uh-huh. Sugar cone is just like sugar cone's like a tiny waffle cone essentially, but like I feel like okay, I've done the work of eating the ice cream. I can have that. Cake cone for frozen yogurt when it melts into it and it gets just kind of like sloppy, gloopy glorp and you so, can just glorp that down. Oh my goodness. That's so the, the shit. cake cone is the kind that's like kind of styrofoamy, right? Kind of styrofoamy, yeah. And the sugar cone is what? It's just like a, a it's like a small waffle cone. Okay, it's just yeah. like the but classic it doesn't, ice cream. It doesn't cream have cone. the kind of broken edges. No. Yeah. No. Okay. I got gotcha. you. I'm caught up. If you, a sugar cone for me is like it's if you're just in it for the ice cream, sugar cone is the way to go. It's it's efficient. It is functional. <laughs> you have it and you eat the ice cream off of it and then you can eat it and it's not much. It's like a little after, din- after dinner snack snack. It's an after dinner snack after snack. You know what I mean? <laughs> after you finished it, the ice cream, you have the cone and that's, and that's great to me. Um, so I want, I, there's some history here I would love to give uh, on cones and bowls. Cones can be sourced back to uh, early 19th century cookbooks. There's a French cookbook from 1825 that mentions making cones out of, quote, little waffles, uh, which is adorable. Uh, and it, from what I found, they kind of went mainstream mainstream in the United States at the 1904 St. Louis World's Fair. There's a story that is probably apocryphal about an ice cream salesperson who ran out of cups. And so they went next door to the waffle salesperson and were like, hey, hook me up. And so they folded up ice cream inside their waffle, and then that was... Oh, I love it. I, it's it's not proven that that was the case. That's the truth. Uh, but there are things called trenchers that are, like, from medieval times, like the actual times, not the restaurant, that were basically, like, stale-ass bread that they would cut into plates. And so you, you would eat stew and shit out of them and then crunch those down also when you were done with them. Bread bowls are ancient, and um, I think that's powerful. Can I just bring him in here? Yeah, let's bring let's bring Gus into the studio because he's waking up. Hi there, Gus. Welcome to the studio, August. Do you have anything to say for yourself? No. Daddy's talking about bread bowls. <laughs> Do you want to hear Daddy talk about bread bowls, honey? Okay. Tell me about bread bowls. I don't know. Trenchers. The medieval plates. We were talking about it before we were rudely interrupted by our our Stay Puft Marshmallow man of a son. Uh, and so there's a word called trencherman, which describes like a gourmand, a, a, a prolific eater of food. Uh, and it also describes somebody who like comes by your table a lot to like eat off your plate. Like somebody who, uh, who comes and steals your food. Like, you know, the kind of person who's like, Ooh, French fries. Let me grab. That's a, that could be a trencherman. And it, co- it all, it, the etymology of that sources back to these old stale bread plates that they used to have in medieval oh. times. I love it. I like that. I didn't know that the medieval folks were so crafty. But there they were too, eating their stew and then eating their plate. And somebody's like, are you ready for dinner? And you'd be like, I just ate. And they'll be like, where's your plate? And you'd be like, I fucking ate it, dude. <laughs> Sorry I cussed, August. Can babies understand words and cuss words? No. Okay, cool. Then I don't feel guilty about it. Um, I just like... I like the novelty of it is obviously great, but I also there I have had some bread bowl experiences where I'm like the, 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 some of this other food has leaked into this food and created an all new great food, which uh-huh. is to say wet cheesy bread. And I think that's powerful. Don't you, buddy? So taciturn. <laughs> he was so, so yeah. wordy earlier today. Well, you know, he's shy. 
Is that it? You know how the McElroy boys are shy. Not in front of a microphone, baby. That's true. You should turn, turn. Come on. Give us some of that heat. Do one of those where you're like, ah. Oh, man. We got the <laughs> cutest baby in the whole world. Okay. Uh, hey, do you want to wrap up so we can yes. love and nurture this sweet little angel? Uh, okay, cool. Well, hey, thanks for listening. And thank you to Bowen and Augustus for the use of our theme song, Money Won't Pay. You can find a link to that in the episode description. And um, thank you to Maximum Fun for having us on the network. You can go to MaximumFun.org. Check out all the great shows that they have on MaximumFun.org. Like uh, One Bad Mother. What show do you want to recommend, August? Triple Click? Yeah, that's a good one, too. Judge John Hodgman? Okay. Mm, good taste. Yeah, that's true. Uh, we have merch and stuff at McElroyMerch.com that you can go check out. And um, uh, yeah. Is it really McElroyMerch.com? I think so. Wow. I've been saying that link a lot for a long time, <laughs> so I really hope that that's it. Uh, but that's it. Yes. Again, I don't know when this episode goes up, so it's possible we won't have an episode next week or that we didn't have one last week, depending on how, depending on where you are at in the time stream. It's all very complicated. Just one like cute sound. People are going to think we yeah, don't have a baby. I know. They're going to think we made this up. whole thing up. You got anything? Oh, that was good. Great, son. <laughs> Does that count? That's great Foley work for a sick baby. All right. We're going to go. Keep it real. Have a great summer. Love you like a sister. Bye. Bye. MaximumFun.org. Comedy and culture. Artist owned. Audience supported.